a KQED television production. Of like sort of old fisherman's wharf. It reminds me of old San Francisco, and that's. Be a little like Jean Valjean with the yeah. teeth or whatever. Um, and worth the calories, the cholesterol, mm -hmm. and the heart attack you might have. It was like an adventure, you know? It's probably like <laughs> you're kind of putting on your miner's helmet. It reminds me of oatmeal with a with a touch of wet dog. I did. Inhale. I always tell people when they say sommelier, sommelier, you say it sommelier, so som l yay. Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by WineLuxury.com. From laptop to cell phone, Wine Luxury provides a fresh perspective into new Epicurean experiences. Wine and Dine magazine features personalities and connects people with local restaurants and wineries. Learn about wines featured on Check Please Bay Area and Wine Luxury's events and membership program. WineLuxury.com, celebrating the wine lifestyle. IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG, online at marblecompany.com. Bay Area Subaru dealers, opportunities to test drive the all-new 2014 Subaru Forester are available to local Subaru dealers. A whole lot to love. Subaru.com. Donate your car to KQED's Vehicle Donation Program to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by CARS. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check Please Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week, food photographer Nicole Kiwis plans her weekends around friends and feasting. It's the latest and greatest dining destinations that get her fired up, so she shoots from one hot spot to another. And stay-at-home mom Jennifer Liebeck keeps busy running around after her little one. That's just practice for the three-minute walk to her favorite restaurant, where she finds five-star service, inspired Italian cuisine, and unforgettable wine. And Olympic champion Brian Boitano skates <laughs> and now cooks for a living, too. <laughs> he has fond memories of family dinners at his favorite place on the wharf in San Francisco. Opened in 1946 with a small counter and six stools, it's now three times the size. But it's still owned by the same family and still serving up fresh seafood. You'll find it all at Pompeii's Grotto. Our philosophy is to serve the freshest, best quality seafood we can, but to keep it at an affordable price. I'm Nancy Pompey Conyers, and the name of my restaurant is Pompey's Grotto. My mother and father opened Pompey's Grotto in 1946. My grandfather, my father's father, was a fisherman. When he retired, he kind of ran the crab stand out front, and we've kept this going in the family. My name is Vincenzo, and everything I do here is great. Everything is cooked to order. Every day I go to the fish market. Every day I'm just a little bit for the day. I love pasta, but I have to make sure that the pasta that I like is gonna be for Americans also. So we prepare pastas for Italians that the Americans will not eat. It will be like garlic and oil. They will be very powerful. They have like a lot of spices. For Italian tourists, I have an Italian menu because I know exactly how they will eat. Being in Fisherman's Wharf, most of our customers are tourists. But 
We have a very loyal local clientele. We're kind of known as the place where the locals eat. I think my grandfather would be tickled by all this, and I know he would be so very proud. Talk to me about this restaurant because you have a rich sort of family history there, Huge. don't you? Huge. I mean, my parents used to date there oh when they first met in San oh, Francisco, so it's like nostalgia for me. Right. And they used to bring all the kids there, pile them in the car when we moved to the South Bay, bring them up, up to San Francisco, and we would eat at Pompeii. So it's got a real special place in my heart because it was, honestly, it's probably my mom and dad's favorite restaurant in San Francisco. And do you, is there a special dish that you have, you, that you get every time you go? You know what? I cook four or five times a week when I'm home, so sometimes I just don't get to the grocery store right. and I don't feel like cooking. I just want something that's um, well prepared, fresh, and it doesn't break the calorie bubble right. that some restaurant foods so do with hidden crab? calories. Is it the so I just get a, a simple piece of grilled fish, has a nice vegetable on the side, and a potato. Mm -hmm. And that's usually how I roll when I go into the restaurant. All and right. they got tons of sourdough bread, which is really, <laughs> really amazing. And, and clam chowder. I mean, we often have discussions on this show about clam chowder. I don't order clam chowder when I go to restaurants. I ordered it specifically because mm -hmm. I thought, you know, this has got to be something extraordinary because yeah. it's on the wharf. I would have liked it a little bit thicker, but I like thickening it by pureeing the potato in it mm -hmm. to make it thick mm -hmm. rather than add cream. But it was mm -hmm. tasty. It was, it was, you know, what I expected. Mm -hmm. I had the Manhattan clam chowder. Right. I've never had that before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, so I liked yeah, it. Actually. I liked mm -hmm. it. It was fresh. It was like, it's, it's almost like a vegetable soup. Mm -hmm. um, and I really like the tomato broth as well. So it's, uh, I wanted to try something outside of the box, what I usually don't order. And yeah, I, was, that was I liked really it. Good idea. I liked it. And then you get the classic wedge salad, right? Oh, oh great, actually. Yeah, I love those better wedge salads. It was so fresh, yeah. crisp bacon. Yeah. It was one of my favorite things. Yeah. I know that sounds silly because it was no, a it salad, doesn't. but it was <laughs> great. I had the sole sandwich. I'm a big fan, and I hate to admit this out loud, but I haven't eaten there in a really long time of McDonald's, the fish fillet. <laughs> so if I can find somebody to replicate it in more of a gourmet mm -hmm. style, I'm all about it. So I was going for the sole sandwich uh, for that reason. Mm -hmm. The tartar sauce, the, the fresh grilled bread from down the way, and it was lightly breaded, but I found the breading a little bit bland. And the, the one thing is that the fish did taste fresh, but it was a disservice to the sole to have it breaded in something so bland, right. and the tartar sauce was a little bit on the sweeter side. But I just wanted to try it to see if I could find a place to have that gourmet fish fillet. I had crab cake appetizers, uh -huh. and I love crab cakes. The, the positive I'll say is that mm. there was tons of fresh lump crab. The negative was it kind of seemed melted and mushy, which mm -hmm. I didn't love, mm -hmm. but it was fresh. Um, I then had the fisherman's stew, and I was I love that kind of thing. Which is their thing. signature dish. I, I love just mm -hmm. diving into a bowl mm -hmm. of seafood, and I was disappointed. Unfortunately, I was. Well, so what were you disappointed? I got the fisherman's stew as well. One one of the times right. that I went. Right. I was waiting for this exuberant burst of tomato and garlic and basil from the sauce as it was described on the menu and it wasn't there. There was a lack of that flavor. Mm. I was sad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, how we are you, like you, you going to make Jennifer happy? <laughs> I know. When you've had the fisherman's stew, because yeah. obviously you've had it over the years, yeah. what do you find about the fisherman's stew? I actually um, ordered it on this last trip right. um, because usually, like I say, I stick with the clean, just Piece of the fish. fillet of fish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I had the fisherman's stew, and I thought that uh, I thought the broth was really good, really tasty. Mm -hmm. I, I liked the fish in it. I mean, it, it was it, it was good. It actually is so, very no. clean. Yeah. To your point of wanting right. something super clean. 
clean. I guess I was looking for a more little pungent. bit stronger. More exactly, stronger. more pungent. Yeah. Let's talk about the owners because they've had this yeah. place, the Pompeii family, yeah, for amazing. a long time. Yeah. And uh, it really is a family-owned place. You know it they're is. They're in the and kitchen, they're in the front yeah. of the house. You know, it's got this old Fisherman's Wharf charm. It's like red and white checkered tablecloths. It right. reminds me of old San Francisco, yeah. and, I, and I like that. The staff and the family members that were there, they were amazing. I wanted to love what I ordered because yeah. of them. Right. The ambiance, it was exactly how you described it. It does have a nostalgic yeah. feel. You you walk in and you know that this is family owned. Right. And for that, I enjoyed it. And what about drinks? I had a bottle of Vermentino. Because nice. I'm Ligurian and, and Ligurian. And of course, you the, need a little Vermentino. Yeah. Exactly. Crisp white wine. A, you can't go, you know, it's, it's drinkable. It's drinkable yeah. stuff. Well, and stuff. I like you that you said I had a bottle of Vermentino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My guests have no exactly, idea what he yeah. had, but yeah. I had a bottle yeah. of Vermentino. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Brian, this is your spot. Wrap it up. First. All right. So um, clean, well prepared, fresh, tons of gooey sourdough bread, <clears throat> and old Fisherman's Wharf charm. Okay. That's what I see. And Nicole. I don't ever feel a need to go back down there. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would say that it's the restaurant that has the, the most variety of fresh fish that I've seen in the, in the San Francisco Bay Area, as far as my knowledge goes. But it's, you know, it's in an area that's very touristy. I wouldn't typically go down there. There's loads of fantastic restaurants in the city that I prefer to you know, explore. Okay. And Jennifer? You know, it was a welcoming environment, especially when you, you know, bring a baby and, you know, <laughs> he threw family. food all over the floor. <laughs> they could care less. Um, unfortunately, I was disappointed with the food. All right. If you would like to try Pompeii's Grotto, it's on Jefferson at Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. And the telephone number is 415-776-9265. It's open every day for lunch and dinner. Reservations are accepted. And the average tab for dinner without drinks is around $30. With food like Mama used to make, Nicole's pick hits the spot. Casual and satisfying, the fried chicken and made-from-scratch goodies transport you to the south. So take a sip of the sweet tea found on Coleman Avenue in Santa Clara at Lily Mae's House of Soul Food. Soul food is what we call food from the soul. And soul food is comfort food. There is no set amount of ingredients. We just throw it in until it tastes good. My name is Rhonda Manning, and I'm the owner of Lily Mae's House of Soul Food. My grandmother, Lily Mae, was a chef in Oklahoma for over 30 years for the school district. And she would cook things like mac and cheese, fried chicken, yams, collard greens, cornbread. And we'd sit down at tables at school and pass food around just like we're at home, like home cooking. Chicken and waffles, a lot of people think, does this really go? But if you eat chicken and waffles, to have that salt taste and that sugar taste from the syrup is delicious. <laughs> I have my sister that works here on the weekends. I have my daughter who works on the line. I have my brother outside on the barbecue pit. We all just make it a family thing and I'll bring any other family in as we need them. <laughs> I want my diners to come here and feel like they're at home, like they're at grandma's house, where you just sit down and you can dine inside of Lily Mae's living room and just kick back and relax. Only thing I don't have is a bed, so I tell my customers, don't get too full because I don't have a bed that you can lay in. <laughs> Lily Mae's house of soul.
All right, this is a family-owned establishment, again, like we, we had with Pompey's Grotto. It's got a really great following, and it's got some of the best fried chicken I've ever had. And what makes you a fried chicken aficionado? Is this something <laughs> well, that you, it's uh, not you right? <laughs> I guess I don't know, maybe, she strike okay. me as a real southern, you know, southern <laughs> belle. It's, you know, it's the only yeah. place I'll eat fried chicken because the skin is, doesn't have any fat underneath it. The skin is like crackling, it's crispy, mm. it's juicy, it's tender, and topped on top of a waffle, which is typically what I get, chicken and waffles. Did you have chicken and waffles, Jennifer? I didn't have the waffles, but I had the chicken, and I was really pleasantly surprised with this whole experience I had. Uh, you know, it was a 45-minute drive for me from the city, and once I got there, sat down, I actually went on Sunday for the all-you-can-eat buffet. Well, there so you go. I had Good call. Good call. <laughs> no, it was, it was great. great. Uh, I had the fried chicken. I had barbecued ribs. I had catfish. I had mac and cheese. It was great. It was comforting. You could tell that the family owned it, and there was pride in the recipes and seeing you enjoy it. And I loved it. You know, I am not a fried chicken aficionado. Mm -hmm. I don't eat it often, but it was fantastic. The outside, you know, had a nice salt and pepper flavoring to it. The inside was just moist, I mean, melt-in-your-mouth chicken. It right. was fantastic, perfectly right. cooked. Brian Boitano. Give <laughs> me a, a little quiet after. over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no skating off into the sunset yet. It I had a clean me. meal, huh? I, I had, no, no, it wasn't the clean meal. I had such a bad experience trying to get a reservation there that I didn't care if it was French laundry of barbecue because <laughs> I was so over it. I went on the website, reservations accepted. And so I had six I've never emails. Made I know, yeah, okay, I so wait, let, hear me out, hear me out. I didn't realize it was one of the places where you go up and order at the counter. I didn't even think about making a reservation. <laughs> and, and then I didn't get the chicken and waffles. Um, I got the brisket and the sausage. The sausage. It wasn't what I was expecting. It was mm -hmm. sort of between a hot dog and a chorizo. Mm -hmm. And then the brisket, it had like it wasn't like the shredded brisket, like mm -hmm. large piles. It was like all the bottom little pieces just mixed in with the uh, with the sausage. I gotta say though that the the, the hush puppies are fantastic, and the cornbread those oh, are the amazing. The, so good. The hush puppies are like little miniature, really beefy crust on the outside, so it's like an apple fritter on the mm. outside, and then the inside is really tender, and it has chunks of uh, whole kernels of corn in it, mm -hmm. and those are really good. And the other thing that I really liked was the sweet potato fries because it was dusted with a little um, sugar, mm -hmm. and so it's oh, the yeah. the salt and so sugar. That was sweet. Yeah. That was a sweet, fries. sweet. But then my sister had the ribs, and I had one of the ribs, and it was hard as a rock. I mean, I was like pulling it, pulling yeah, it. Yeah, some so of the ribs like... I had were like that. Some of them were juicy, and I liked the taste of the barbecue sauce, but mm -hmm. it was 50-50. On my first trip there, I think I tried one of just about everything, yeah. and then I honed in on the chicken and waffles. I yeah, wish the I chicken was so good. You got it, yeah, and the mac a, and cheese. Yeah, the mac and cheese is super creamy. Absolutely, super creamy. I mean, creamy goodness. It mm. brought me back to being ten years old. It had that crisp top layer, but then you dig in, and it's the melted cheesy goodness with the soft macaroni, and you could just eat it all day long. You know, everybody wants that crispy part, mm. you know, on the yeah. top, and and every spoonful had that. All right, and um, they're known for their sweet tea. Yes, I like my tea sweet. Do you? Yeah, and Is they also have Kool-Aid right up there by the cash register. Kool-Aid? 
I, had, I tried the Kool-Aid mimosa because they talked about it on their that. website. Oh, it was a little sweet. <laughs> I mean, a lot I've sweet. Never, I've never <laughs> heard of a Kool-Aid mimosa. It was interesting. I think if I was in college, I'd probably love it. <laughs> All right, now we can talk about peach cobbler. There's dumplings in them. Mm, that sounds, oh, and gooey, and gooey little warm. nuggets of saturated so dough. I was like, what is this? And then with a little dollop of cream on top, the, the stewed peaches, the syrup. Oh, God. Mm. All right, this is your restaurant. Give us a quick summary. Oh, you're my go-to for comfort soul food. And like Lily Mae says, our food is so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian? Well, the hush puppies were fantastic. The sweet potato fries. Um, I think it's a great place to go before a Sharks game or if you have kids. Um, but for me, the food didn't add up. All right, and Jennifer? Pleasantly surprised by this spot. Great food, great value. Might not go back again because it's far, but I would recommend it to people that live nearby. All right, if you would like to try Lily May's House of Soul Food, it's on Coleman Avenue at Brokaw in Santa Clara. The telephone number is 408-227-7685. It's open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Saturday and brunch on Sunday. The average tab for dinner without drinks is around $20. The year, 1976. The place, Paris, France. In the shot heard around the wine world, two upstart Napa Valley wineries, Stag's Leap Wine Cellars and Chateau Montalena, bested France's famed Reds of Bordeaux and Whites of Burgundy. <gasps> Mon Dieu! It was the start of Napa Valley's modern era and its ascendancy to the throne of American wine. Contrary to its huge reputation on the global stage, Napa Valley is physically pretty small. Only about 30 miles long and 5 miles wide, it's rimmed by the Mayacamas and Vaca mountain ranges, helping to keep the climate warm and contributing to perfect soils for big reds like Cabernet Sauvignon. Two of my personal favorites are wines from both the Stag's Leap District and Rutherford areas. They produce reds of complexity and power. To the south, the cool breezes of San Pablo Bay sweep across Carneros, helping to make it one of the premier areas to grow Chardonnay and Pinot Noir for both still and world-class sparkling wine. Don't miss sipping succulent Sauvignon Blancs either, often called Fumé Blanc, while raising your glass to the legacy of Napa. Long live the king. Cheers. The name of Jennifer's pick translates to the people and senate of Rome. It was the emblem of the Roman Empire, so you guessed it, it's Italian. It's small, intimate even, and has cozy close tables, a tiny open kitchen, and a bustling vibe. It's on Fillmore in San Francisco, and it's called SPQR. I'm Shelley Lindgren, I'm co-owner and wine director of SPQR. And I'm Matthew Acarino, executive chef of SPQR. We're a very local neighborhood establishment. And all the hills here in San Francisco, you get your little pockets of neighborhoods. And a lot of our customers walk down and walk home, which is always convenient when we're offering 30 wines by the glass. What I love most about Italian food is my sort of nostalgia, because it is my heritage, and actually still have family there. I had a catastrophic injury when I was in my early teens and was laid up in bed for quite a long time and had to learn to walk again. I was already interested in food and during that period of time I got more interested in food. 
I put everything that I am onto the plate when I cook. And, and that, to me, is what makes everything here so intensely personal in terms of the conception or the, the sourcing. It, it, it really encompasses everything that I am as a person. I love my customers and I love cooking for my customers, but the reality is I'm really cooking for myself. I'm cooking the food that I think tastes delicious and I want to share, desperately want to share that with everyone else. We're always amazed at what great customers we have and that's why we're in this business, to make people happy. When I first got to SBQR, it's an open kitchen, which is something I had never done before. I don't know if I could walk away from that now because the ability to see the same faces come through the door over and over again, to be able to connect with your people that come to see you, um, is something that's one of the great joys of being a chef. Okay, Jennifer, let's talk Italian food and SPQR. How yeah. did you discover this spot? It's actually a neighborhood spot for me. I live about three minutes away walking, but I had gone there when I lived down in the marina. My husband actually discovered it and raved, raved, raved about it. He would go with clients, and I was like, all right, I, I gotta go. Finally went, and I fell in love with it. I honestly feel like I've been on a culinary adventure every time the menu is changing with seasonal ingredients. The homemade pastas are just to die for, and the Italian wine list is, is the wine just list, different. I have to admit, is, is one amazing. of the most remarkable in the city. Shelly uh, organizes yeah. the wine list by roads in Italy. It's really a beautiful, maybe yeah, a little esoteric, you know, but you can get Yeah, the normal. wines are mm -hmm. her baby, and you can tell. And even if you don't recognize things on the list, she'll walk you through, and the pricing is, so is very affordable. It's you really You can do taste, you can do half glass, yes. bottles. Mm -hmm. I love so that half glass. It yeah. works for people. Did you have wine when I you did. went, I did. I had a bottle of Vermentino. I wanted to stick with the same thing. I did, and it was fantastic. I'm Ligurian. They have Vermentino wine in Liguria. That's right. We'll get you drinking something else. And what did you have? What do you normally get when you go, Jennifer? The chopped liver is amazing. It is not your grandmother's chopped liver. It is moussey and delicious. And they they change up the marmalade. Sometimes there's a balsamic vinegar mixed in there. It is so good and worth the calories, the cholesterol, mm. and mm. the heart attack you might have. But, um, <laughs> Again, we'll just go I can't wait with to Brian. go back. <laughs> we also had the salmon crudo, which I had not had there, mm. and it was great. Beautiful quality fish, buttery to taste, and there was this onion creme fraiche that was great, and these potato onion pancakes that I wanted a whole plate of. Mm -hmm. And it's very yeah. everything is plated beautiful. very beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's an you know it's an eclectic menu in my opinion in a good way. It's Perfect Italian, but there's mm -hmm. a French flair to it in the way it's plated. But it's still not pretentious either. It's so it's, you start with, Brian? I started with the Caesar salad, which was really good, and yeah, yeah, the Caesar I had salad that was this good. Time too. The greens, I found. <laughs> what are the greens? Fava beans. Fava beans. <laughs> fava beans. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like trying to remember all the things. They Hand were fava. Picked. Yeah, and it had. I mean, it was it was great because it had. Because it's not your traditional. Caesar. No, it's not your it's, traditional. And I love the beefiness of the do. fava greens. Yeah. Mm. They can. Um, take it was something just outside of the box. It was it was dressed perfectly, and it had yep. the egg, and it had these buttery oh, croutons. And the cheese crisps. Yeah, Did you and the cheese that? crisps so were really good. Oh. Let's talk pasta because fresh pasta, signature pasta. I think this is where they really separate themselves. I, I, I actually ordered two pasta meals, and so one had sea urchin in it, mm. and um, it was a smoked pasta, and uh, the other one was uh, a black mushroom pasta. And I really, I wanted to order pastas because by talking to the waiter, this is their handmade pastas, yeah. and I really think mm -hmm. that they use innovative ingredients, 
um, homemade. It's just fresh. The best. So it why not order pasta? all of the yeah. flavors so it's well. Great. The so unusual too. Yes. I had the chocolate pasta with the oh. good, with the truffle. black truffle yeah. butter and the pecorino yeah. tartufo. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah and what amazing. wine did you have with that? Uh, we <laughs> stuck with the same wine. I couldn't tell you the name of it. I left my notes on the table. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah, I it mean, was the same one. It, yeah. it was a red. It paired all yeah. the way through. It was beautiful and it was perfect for tasting again between two people. And what did you when you go get the pastas? We had the duck lasagna. Hmm. I don't typically like duck. My husband ordered it. I said, okay, fine. And I couldn't stop eating it. <laughs> there was about 26 layers, so it was half lasagna, half duck and cheese mixture with amazing mushrooms on top, a duck heart puree. I mean, it was fantastic. So many elements fantastic. the dish, so many and beautiful. La layers that is of so flavor. sexy. It that is. <laughs> I almost didn't want to break into it, but <laughs> it, it, was, it was fantastic. And like I said, I don't typically like duck, and I loved it. We do have to mention desserts a little bit because mm -hmm. their tiramisu is a is bit amazing. different than uh, than maybe some other folks. Yes, yeah. because it's deconstructed. Did you have I it? I didn't. I had the bread pudding. <laughs> I had cheese yeah. for dessert. You had Eight cheese. different types of cheeses, yeah. all from hard to soft from stinky to mild, and they were all very good. And there was uh, some candied nuts and some caraway seed pound cake. And, and again, the wine paired very nicely yeah. with it. It was Beautiful. delicious. Did you feel like you got good value? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. For the experience from mm -hmm. start it's to finish. It's an experience. Absolutely. It is an experience. And each time it's different, yet amazing. They know what they're talking about in terms of the ingredients on the menu, yeah. the wines, yeah. and they know how to go with your palate and mm -hmm. what you like mm -hmm. and, and make it work. And We're very friendly, very friendly. Yeah. yeah, I noticed people sitting at the bar alone and the, mm -hmm. the chef mm -hmm. was coming out and talking to them. It's a place that you don't feel um, you know, weird going up and sitting at the bar alone. <laughs> All right, this is your spot, Jennifer. Give us a quick summary. A unique, fresh menu, phenomenal homemade pastas and unforgettable wines. All right, Nicole. I would definitely go back and highly recommend it. Uh, I knew that the person that picked this was had an adventurous palate in a good sense of a good knowledge of food. Very impressive. Okay, and Brian. It meets my criteria for a great night out. It's friendly people, knowledgeable wait staff, a delicious food, and a great ambiance. All right, if you would like to try SPQR, it's on Fillmore between Pine and Bush in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-771-7779. It's open for dinner every day with brunch on the weekends. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab for dinner without drinks is around $50. So I want to thank my fabulous guests on this week's show, Brian Boitano, who steps back in time for the simply prepared fish at his pick of Pompeii's Grotto, and Nicole Kiwis and Lily Mae's House of Soul Food converted her to the chicken and waffles gal she is today. Lastly, Jennifer Liebick and SPQR, the place that meets her expectations and more time and time again. So don't forget that you can go to our website at kqed.org to add your comments on today's episode. You'll find more details on all the restaurants featured, and you can download or watch a whole show. It's where you'll find my notes on the wines we're drinking today, including a continuum fabulous red blend from Tim Mondavi and family in Napa. You can also keep in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter. So don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. This show is available in high definition, on demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. 
Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by WineLuxury.com. From laptop to cell phone, Wine Luxury provides a fresh perspective into new Epicurean experiences. Wine and Dine magazine features personalities and connects people with local restaurants and wineries. Learn about wines featured on Check Please Bay Area and Wine Luxury's events and membership program. WineLuxury.com, celebrating the wine lifestyle. IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG, online at MarbleCompany.com. Bay Area Subaru dealers. Opportunities to test drive the all-new 2014 Subaru Forester are available to local Subaru dealers. A whole lot to love. Subaru.com. Donate your car to KQED's Vehicle Donation Program to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by CARS. KQED television production 